0: Good morning from the team here at 137 p.m. This is 7:31 a.m. Let's get the day going.
1: Good morning, 137 p.m. family. Thank you for getting your day started with the 7:31 a.m. podcast. My name is Bo Templin. With me today is the wonderful
0: Sir Elton Jones. Elton, how's the weekend, dog? How to treat you? It was pretty wild, man. I watched Helen and a Cell and Cody Rose, we just realized, is the ultimate company man. But we'll talk about that later, though of course. Well, we'll save it. We'll save it. Hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to call a <laughs> timeout on you, Elton.
1: <laughs> oh, slow down, big fella. Oh, whoa, easy, easy. Uh, Elton, today is Tuesday, June 7th, 2022. Another fantastic show lined up. We're uh, we're moving and grooving on TikTok, Elton. I don't know you. you've been seeing some of this. We're, we're getting some posts up now, getting some video content up for the podcast. I think it's looking pretty sharp.
0: Yeah, man. You can see us in action, having our little like wrestling diatribes and talking about sports mm-hmm. and Star Wars movies, anything and everything. Hot topics and you know, hot takes. It's all on there. It's what we do.
1: It's what we do. Elton, we'll say happy birthday today to the answer, Alan mm. Iverson. I, Ellen, I don't care if you don't hoop. I don't care if you don't like sports. In one way or another, you have watched an Allen Iverson crossover in your life. I do not care where you're from, what country you're from. Everyone knows the Allen Iverson crossover. Ellen, what do you think of when you think about AI's
0: legacy? Just the, the fashion sense. Like, I remember so many like kids in school and ballplayers alike just Ripped his whole style, man. Like, of course, he was a to on the court. But when he came out that locker room with that drip on, oh, everyone just had to grab and do their own thing with it. Just fashion icon Allen Iverson, man.
1: Dude, we were talking before the show about having braids or dreads and how as a, as a youth, you uh, know, myself, I was hoping <laughs> to get into some, you know, braids and dreads. And one of the reasons was Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson, also the infamous practice speech you know we're not talking about the game Elton we're talking about practice well when I was young I went to see a Detroit Pistons Milwaukee Bucks game and Alan Iverson at this time was with the Detroit Pistons I was a huge AI fan so I brought a sign that said practice question mark they're shooting a free throw, the Detroit Pistons. Allen Iverson's at the top of the three-point line. He's kind of looking over across the way. He gives me the, you know, he sees the sign. He pulls out the mouthpiece. He's laughing. He's pointing up at me like, dude, you did good. You got me to break. Love the sign. Uh, and then we were able to find it, like, on TV later. It's the interaction between AI and myself love alan iverson happy birthday to a true legend uh not enough can be said about what Allen iverson's done he, sh- he shows a lot of love to young kids too he's not the old head who's like now nah, back in my day we were better he shows so much love to all the young superstars in the league it's it's pretty cool to see elton um netflix geeked week elton we're getting a little bit of news day by day here talk to me about what we got on day one
0: Yes, so yesterday, the first day kicked off, and we got a lot of big reveals and trailers and just announcements. So it's currently underway, and a lot of the upcoming shows we got are just shocking, pretty much. The live-action adaptation of One Piece was teased with some footage of that gigantic pirate ship being brought to life. And the ship I'm talking about is the Barati Bar. It looks pretty sweet, I must admit. I'm not a One Piece fan, but seeing that ship in just our reality, it looks so clean. Next up, we got an official trailer for the brand new Resident Evil live action series, which is set to premiere on July 14th. Now, I'm going to keep it a stack with y'all. It doesn't look very good, but I'd be lying to myself if I I said I wasn't going to watch it out of pure curiosity. I am a Resident Evil stan. Shout out to Wesker. Now, the other day one Netflix Geek Week highlights include the live action show for the Sandman comic book series is finally coming out on August 5th. We also got our first look at Wednesday, the character, and in her spin-off series, Wednesday, the new Adams Family. It's a spin-off show coming from Tim Burton, so it's gonna look and sound like they're doing it from the 90s, so that's good to hear. Also, we got a trailer for Lock and Key Season 3. When you get a chance to check out all the news and updates on your favorite shows, It'll be coming a lot more this week, so I'll have more updates about this whole thing as it goes along.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll keep people in tune on the whole week, I would imagine. I would, I would bet they've got a little bit planned kind of for each day, you know, what's going to be hot, and I bet they space it
0: out in some capacity, right? Yeah, Monday was just like an onslaught of news, so hopefully they have a little bit more left for Tuesday and Wednesday and, and so on.
1: Elton, I want to stay over in entertainment. We got one more entertainment story that I wanted to get to. The show Ted Lasso, super popular on Apple you know, TV wildly wildly successful doing incredible things well the writer of the show and he actually plays a character in the show named Roy Kent but the actor's name is Brett Goldstein he also writes a lot of the show he said that they are writing the third season of Ted Lasso as if it was the final season of the show this show is really popular really successful there were no signs that it could or should be stopping anytime soon but they're saying that they are writing season 3 as if it is the final season of the beloved show. I'm I'm curious to see how that plays out. I I have a feeling people are going to be pretty upset if that is the case. They're they're going to want more Ted Lasso in their life.
0: Pretty heartbreaking to hear, but if they're going to go out, go out with a bang, I say.
1: Hey, at least you're not going to drag us on too much longer like plenty of other shows have. So maybe maybe it's a good thing. <coughs> Walking Dead. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, Ellen. Oh.
0: That's in oh, the shot. I'm god sorry. Damn.
1: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Yeah, guys. So sorry about that walking dead shot. Let's talk about something positive. Let's talk about NFTs, something cool. You know what I mean? NFTs. If the name Justin Aversano means a lot to you, then you're going to like this. You might know Justin Avrasano as a photographer behind Twin Flames, which is the highest selling NFT photo project of all time. So last year, he started the platform Quantum Art, which conducted drops throughout the year as part of Justin and the brand's mission to create a platform for artists and collectors to share their work with the world. So last Friday... Justin opened Quantum Space L.A. on the 3rd Street Promenade in Santa Monica, which is a physical art gallery meant to act as a community hub for those in Web3. Justin, while he was talking to the Crypt, said this, We want to put up quality art with a quality community of people that get together and thrive off each other and support each other. He plans to open many more similar galleries worldwide. If you want to read more about the photographer... Make sure you Google Justin Alvesano one thirty seven PM to read many of the interviews we've conducted with him. It's pretty dope, Justin Alvesano. Check out more of his work. It's amazing and fascinating. Bo, let's talk about some of these Apple announcements.
1: <laughs> Ellen, as we were kind of putting together the show today, right? We were just going through the script. Well, it's hot in the news. Uh, our good pal Connor put in that Apple had released some some somewhat interesting announcements over at the Worldwide developers conference and there was nothing really that caught our attention too much but then at the very end of the meeting Connor dropped a bomb and he goes oh yeah one of the big changes that Apple's gonna bring is an edit button to iMessage Mm. so now you will be able to go back into iMessage edit what you sent and then it will say you know edited Bo edited at the bottom of it Ellen I don't know man this could lead to yeah, I feel like this is
0: going to lead either to a lot of trouble or a lot of safety for people. I, well, which way are you leaning? Ah, oh, dude, it's going to be a lot of angry girlfriends out here, pissed off boyfriends, and just group chats to just roast you to death this this is gonna cause a lot of heartache and a lot of just roast sessions and
1: i'm already sweating right now bro i'm sweating right now just from like the nerves and anxiousness that i'm gonna feel from this edit button i can already tell that's gonna be menacing to people
0: <laughs> but yeah bo we're gonna talk about something even more menacing cody rose in hell in a cell and that gnarly injury he had
1: all right Elton. Let's do it, dog. I think this was uh, the most interesting story that we had on the show today. And and this is just a doozy. Now, granted, for people that listen to the podcast, we'll try and explain to you what we saw. But I don't think any of this story is done justice without photos and videos of the injury itself. So Cody Rhodes on uh, Sunday night. Has his Hell in a Cell match against Seth Rollins. He's 2-0 against Seth Rollins in uh, his two pay-per-view matchups against him. This was the third, and this was kind of going to seal the deal. Well, on Sunday morning, Elton, they said that Cody Rhodes tore his pectoral muscle on the right side of his body during a weightlifting session the morning of Hell in a Cell. People didn't know if he was going to even fight in this thing. They didn't know if he could perform. We've seen numerous NFL stars have seasons cut short because of a torn pectoral muscle the show goes on Cody Rhodes says tweets out for the love of the game Mm. and he continues through the show he defeats Seth Rollins Elton is there anything that reminds you You know, of something like this, like I'm I'm really racking my brains together. I don't know if there's been much in the history of the WWE that reminds me of what we
0: saw Cody Rhodes go through on Sunday night. What's funny is I remembered right after there was a match, I believe I want to say 2004 or or three where Shawn Michaels fought Triple H. Mm -hmm. I think it was a taboo Tuesday. He had a really bad bum knee. But Shawn Michaels, this showstopper, still had an amazing match with that bum knee. And the storyline told throughout it was, like, so heartbreaking because he was really in pain. And Triple H worked on that bad knee. And Shawn sold the hell out of it because clearly he was in pain. But, dude, watching Cody Rose take off his jacket slowly and unveil that gnarly injury. Ooh, the crowd was just like, (gasps) (laughs) oh, But how'd you feel about it?
1: Dude, I feel like that doesn't happen all that. Usually, at at a wrestling event, you'll hear a lot of... Booze and cheers you mm-hmm. get the two extremes right you get the booze you get the cheers you don't get a whole lot of silence like that and when he takes mm. off that jacket and people see the black blue and purple that is covering his chest and arms the place goes like quiet that's just not a reaction I'm really used to the only other time Ellen, that I can probably like think of an injury you know, Undertaker got that concussion against Brock Lesnar in their in their oh, WrestleMania yeah. match. And he kind of had to go through. He says, you know, he doesn't remember anything from the match from afterwards. He just remembers walking out and that's it. This feels different, though. Like a concussion is uncomfortable, obviously, and it's very damaging to your health.
0: Right. This was pain. And you could see it. It was visual so the whole time he's wrestling you can see it getting darker and just more purple you're like ah Seth could you could you ease off Cody a little bit can we wrap this up because this is uncomfortable
1: (laughs) the the WWE or wrestling is bullshit it's it's fake it's scripted yo yo cap all cap come on I do not want to hear that right now not today not after what not after what Cody Rhodes went through this week and I do not want to hear it brother Let's let's get to another sports story that we can wrap up this show. I just want to finish up with this. Aaron Donald is signing with the Rams. There were a little bit of rumors that you know the NFL All Pro Bowler, one of the best defensive guys in the league, Aaron Donald. He was considering retirement. They had just won the Super Bowl. His career, he's done everything. However, on Monday, Aaron Donald got a. Really, it's more of a raise than an extension. Eric Donald's three remaining contract years give him a $40 million raise through 2024. This makes him the highest paid non-quarterback in NFL history at 31 years old. He gets $95 million through the next two seasons. Definitely a story I want to squeeze in. He is as good as it gets. He, you know, talk about a guy who could well in the wwe my god aaron donald might might be that man that is it for today's episode for more details on these stories and more head to 137 pmcom or follow 137 p.m on all social media platforms hop into our discord we're going we got stages in there all the time we have twitter spaces now every wednesday it's pop and you're going to want to be involved in these live sessions it's a lot of fun with the community uh we will be back manana tomorrow as always remember stay curious